and welcome to Rollins Around Town. We are back for the 2023-24 academic year here at Rollins College, and we are delighted to be back on 91.5 WPRK for Rollins Around Town. I'm Sam Stark. I serve as the Vice President of Communications and External Relations here at Rollins College. Rollins Around Town is a showcase of outstanding people who make dynamic and important contributions to the Rollins campus and throughout Central Florida. In either case, these are difference makers who help uplift the mission and brand of Rollins and who help make our region a special place to live, learn, and work. Today, I am delighted to welcome a good friend and colleague, Doragnus Rivera Bradshaw, who serves as the Assistant Dean for the Hamilton Holt School of Professional Advancement and Graduate Studies. Doragnus, Welcome, and thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Good morning. You've been on our list for so long, and I'm so glad to finally get you here and hear your story and your work, um, important work uh, for Rollins and, um, um, and our Central Florida community. So start, you know, we sort of ask this to everyone. Start a little bit. What, what's your backstory? Where'd you grow up, and what were you doing before you got to Rollins? So I grew up in Central Florida. And I have been here for almost all my life with maybe just a couple of little brief stints out in uh, North Carolina and Australia. Um, I was born in Puerto Rico, but I was raised around all of my Puerto Rican family that came and migrated from the island to the mainland, um, you know, very early on. And so I feel like although I didn't, grow up in Puerto Rico, I felt like I was in that culture here. And so I, I identify as my Puerto Rican roots and my family. And so um, very big family of aunts, uncles, cousins, all living next to each other practically. Yeah. Um, and those were my go-to people. Uh, what was I doing before I got to Rollins? Uh, I worked at AAA and I was serving um, in that role for many years. I started right out of high school and worked with uh, motoring clubs around the country in North America, in uh, U.S. and Canada. And then later, that's what brought me to Australia when my husband uh, took on a role there. And so I continued the work with the motoring clubs um, doing that. So, yeah, out, out in a completely different industry. I love <laughs> it. That's fantastic. I think we started at Rollins kind of around the same time. Yes. We were just talking about it earlier, about seven years. Yes, seven years. And you've had a, a, a diverse background here, kind of what... We'll talk about your current role, but but talk a little bit about some of the work responsibilities that you've had here leading up to where you are today. Sure. Yeah, so I started in admissions. Um, it was an interesting new role. It was a liaison between marketing and our admissions team. And I was responsible for, uh, you know, the day-to-day management of understanding our marketing strategy, what we were going to do to promote the Holt School out in the community, um, some of the behind the scenes of our CRM systems, um, working with your team. That's how we yep. we got to know each other better. Um, and it was it was an interesting role because it gave me the perspective on behind the scenes on how we recruited and brought in our students. Right. Um, right after I had just recently graduated from the Holt School. So right. that was an interesting transition for me as well. Oh, it's a great story. Yeah. And you were the valedictorian Yes. Of your 
class. Yes, valedictorian of our class. That's pretty impressive. Also known as the outstanding graduating senior, for those of you that, I like that. Um, understand that in the Holt School for Holt alums. Um, that was quite the honor and privilege, not expected, and um, yeah. but amazing. Something you earn. So Some, that, yes. that, that's, that's awfully impressive. <laughs> yes, so many people in our community um, and our alumni population know of the Holt School, mm-hmm. right? We, we know of Hamilton Holt, the Holt School. Um, in short, it, it, it was slash is our night school for working adults. But today, though, it's a, it's a new place and it's a new direction. Um, and we referred to it in the opening. It's the Holt School of Professional Advancement and Graduate Studies. Yes. What does that mean? So professional advancement means the undergraduate program. So we have 11 undergraduate programs. Um, then we have our graduate studies programs. We have seven of those, and those are our master's programs. So we have made a very intentional effort to ensure that our community understands that we have undergraduate programs for our working adult learners that maybe never finished their degree or have now considered going back and want to go and finish that and advance their career. And if they've already had their undergraduate but are now considering a master's, we also service or serve them in that way as well. And there's seven totally different master's programs, which a lot of folks don't know about or realize that we offer them. Um, of course, we have our graduate school of business here, Crummer, and we're very well known for that. Um, I'm actually an alum of Crummer as well. Um, so I try to promote both of those when I'm out in the community because we have such a wide array of what we offer here at Rollins. And yeah. So that's exciting for us to, to be able to do that. So for the, the professional advancement program, the, the 11 um, degree programs, typical student is? Typical student is around 29 to 33 year old. They are a person that, an individual that uh, is juggling multiple life responsibilities. They may be working during the day. They have family, they have children, they may be caregivers for their own parents and family. Uh, and they're coming into, they're transferring credits all, most of the times. They're not just brand new students. Um, and they're coming in to complete their, their bachelor's. Most people come in with an AA and then complete the bachelor's then, or they may come in with some college. Right. We have a lot of folks that come in that started early on and then life just happened. Yeah. And I consider myself one of those people. Yeah. Uh, life happened, you go off in your career, you have your family, they're the priority, and school just kind of takes a back seat. Um, there's never a really good time to go back to school sometimes. Right. Uh, but you just have to take that leap and uh, make the time. It's like having kids. There's never necessarily a good time for that either. Right. <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> just life happens. happens. So, yeah. What are some of the more popular programs in the professional advancement programs? Our number one program is the business management program, so the business degree, uh, followed by, I would say, communication studies, psychology. Um, We see a lot of folks, like I'll use myself as an example. I came in with this mindset of I was going to go for the business degree because that was my experience. I was in the business world for 20 years before I returned. And I thought, well, that's what I should should do. But when I got here and started meeting the professors and interacting and the experiences I was having, I switched to communication studies with a concentration organizational leadership and communication. And I think that happens to a lot of individuals where you come here and understand the differences and the experiences that you can have and how that can then differentiate you in a diff- on a different path. Right. 
and you don't necessarily have to be the cookie cutter based on what your previous experience is. Right. Um, and so sometimes that happens even in the other areas too. Yeah. So psychology is an example. If you go in your undergraduate in psychology, you may consider that as a path to HR in your master's because yeah. organizational behavior is critical to the HR world, the human capital, the people side of things in business. And same question for the graduate studies. What, what's that student look like? Oh, gosh. So the, every single program is <laughs> so unique. And yeah. so because they're so different, they attract a different individual. Um, what we call our personas or our populations vary. So we have um, everything from strategic communication to public health. Then liberal studies, if you're not really sure and you want to, you love history and art and you love writing and reading, liberal studies just kind of gives you that choose your adventure to to allow you to explore all of the arts and culture. Um, and then you have people in that program that are returning uh, attorneys or retired attorneys, retired accountants, you name it, they're all, they vary. But then you have folks that are in the communication field and want to then advance that. And they want to then go into a strategic communication field to become experts. I was speaking with a student earlier and talking about their um, aspirations for their studies. And you know, when you think about where you want to go for your master's, you, you have to figure out, is, do you know what you really want to do and then become the expert in that and focus your master's on that expertise, whereas your undergraduate may be that foundation to get you to the next step. Right. You mentioned strategic communications, a brand new program. Yes. Um, how's that going? This is the first yes. cohort right yes. now, right? We're so excited about that. Yes, it's going great. Yeah. So from what I'm understanding, the feedback is from the students that they're just loving their classroom experience so far. They just had, I think this is their fourth week going into it. We have a diverse cohort coming from different industries. Um, our partnership with some of our local PR associations have helped with that, and I think that's brought a lot of awareness yep. to the program, and so we're very excited to have launched the Strategic Communication Master's degree. So in addition to the, frankly, really important branding kind of name change, mm -hmm. you know, of just going from the Holt School, um, which again, if you knew, you knew. Right. And if, you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't, you didn't. You the just school, right. didn't. Right. I was one of those. Right. <laughs> um, what else has changed? Um, a couple of new degree programs, but now we're offering a little bit of even of a hybrid option. Is that correct? correct? Yes. So we did introduce a new undergraduate program last year in community health, which then kind of is a pathway to public health. Um, this fall, we launched a completely different programming that is a little bit of a departure from our traditional, which is always in-person, small classrooms. We continue with the small personalized environment classroom, but now we've gone to hybrid. So hybrid for us means we have in-person classes one week and the next week we are remote or virtual. Yep. And the virtual doesn't necessarily mean it's uh, synchronous. It can be asynchronous, which means that you are doing it at your own pace. Um, and then you're, you have that flexibility to be able to manage the other things that you're doing right. with your career, your life. And I think that's the key for us. We also uh, started hours six o'clock and after. And we're still working through, you know, what, is, what does that look like for our student population? The new students coming in, that if that's what they chose, we want to ensure that we're honoring that and being as flexible as we can for the population. As we all know, it's a very competitive time right now in higher ed, especially in the online space when you have so many programs that are online and they're being offered 
everywhere. So right. there's no borders. There are no um, there the ba- there's no boundaries. So yeah. if you've got a college that is in a completely different state or a country, they may be marketing right in our backyard, and you can take that degree, right? But it's about what is right for you as the individual. What is it that you're looking for to accomplish in your classroom experience or in your with your degree? Right. Um, and so I think I I always encourage everyone to look at all of the options. But knowing that when you come to Rollins, what you're getting is that in-person, personalized approach. Right. And that you will continue to always be able to work with faculty closely. You'll be able to network. You'll have project opportunities beyond anything you could ever have imagined. And you'll walk out of here, I think, a stronger person with that degree. Yep. So a lot of changes, frankly, in the whole pro- program and the whole school in a, in a leadership standpoint. I think maybe since you and I have been here, we've had two full-time deans and one yes. part-time yes. one and so now there's a search yes. right so yes. what, what's what's the future hold and what's it look like do you think you know from your seat who's someone who you know works there and knows as, as much as anybody Sam. and also who's, who's also been a student Sam. <laughs> Sam with the loaded question thank you <laughs> okay right. so let's see uh, we have an interim dean right now and an interim provost and we are um, actively in a search right now for the dean. And so what that means in higher ed is that we typically hire a search firm or headhunter confirm to go out and assess the market, assess what we're looking for, what the right fit is in our, um, in our college. And that usually takes some time because it's a process, yeah. right? You have to curate the information, what we're looking for in the right individual, the right fit. And then um, by the time and I, I, I share this because a lot of people don't understand this in higher ed, and it was new to me when I got here too, uh, is that you you go through this process, and then by the time you make an offer and they come, they're typically coming from another institution. And mm. so it could be up to a whole academic year before we have a new person in place. Right. So what does it look like for us in the future? I think being a traditional liberal arts college, we are – positioned in a way that we are majority catering to our traditional residential student, which are those students coming straight from high school, and then having that four-year experience here on campus. Um, We are a very different audience, so I think for us, we're the right fit for that role will be someone that has that experience that can come from a a college that is liberal arts focused and is true to that but also understands what our adult learners need mm-hmm. to be able to be successful. Give you an example, as my, I'll just continue to use myself because I think it's, it doesn't put the onus on anyone else. Right. <laughs> but for me, 20 years of experience, had I been able to bring in some of my credits and experience and all of that, I probably would have finished quicker. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to balance that with, if you're getting a Rollins degree, then you need to have a Rollins degree. You need to go through the curriculum that's here, you need to understand um, how Rollins is teaching that particular degree, that expertise, that if it's business communication studies, et cetera. Um, but there's still some things that you can take shortcuts with. Right. And not in a bad way. Business 101, I'm going to just call out a, a sp- specific class for me. No. Business 101 was, for me, you know, 20 years of business, just fly through that. Right. <laughs> yes, I learned things. <laughs> But could I have maybe opted out through alternative credits? 
or almost like a CLEP, which is very, the CLEP exams are very well known for adult students. If they CLEP out of an exam, they get credits for that. Right. So bringing in those credits, um, bringing in certification credits. So being able to then stack those things so that you can feel like it's more attainable. When you haven't been in the classroom for decades, it's very scary. Yeah. And I hear it all the time. Adults that say, I don't know if I could be back in the classroom. Can I be back in the classroom with all those other kids? Like, well, they're not all the other kids. They're, <laughs> right. they're the same of you, Just right? Just like you. Yeah, yeah, they have life responsibilities. They're juggling all the same things you are. Um, and that's, I think, for us where a differentiator where we're trying to hold your hand in a good way through that process and try to not make it seem so scary. Right. Try to have the conversations that are relatable to what you're going through um, as an adult learner. Yeah. And as an adult learner, those experiences that you bring in the conversations in the classroom are so much more rich in yeah. nature. And I often hear the CLA students, our College of Liberal Arts students, um, enjoy being in the classroom with our Holt students because there's more conversation about experience and it goes both ways. Yeah. The Holt students learn from the younger kids, hmm. air quotes here, <laughs> um, and then <laughs> The younger kids, now adults, learn more from their adult learner. So I think, going back to the original, I'm kind of going off on a little no, tangent here, but I think we need someone that is going to be able to advocate for that market to understand the competition that's out there right now, to understand where uh, adult learning and higher ed is going in that space so that we can be innovative while holding true and being respectful of our traditional liberal arts education. Yeah. Y we hear a lot about certificates, right? Yes. Uh, and sort of micro training, if you will, for yeah. companies. Is that, yes. is that in our future at Holt? I hope so. Yeah. I really hope so. We have uh, graduate certificates. They're a little different than what a person in corporate America would understand a certificate to be because these are credit earning certificates that then you can stack to eventually get your graduate right. or your master's degree. Right. We use, and I say we, higher ed and corporate America, use certificates very loosely. Hmm. And in fact, if you ask a lot of the higher ed professionals in this space right now, they will tell you that it is a little bit ambiguous because we'll say a certificate is a certificate of completion, but then you'll have a certification that is a certificate. So a certification, for example, I have a certif certification in um, SHRM, which is an acronym for Society for Human Resource Management, and it's a senior certified professional. To get that, that certificate or certification, you go through an application process. You have to test. It is a, um, an experience base as well, a knowledge base. The exam's proctored. It's a whole accredited program through a national entity. Right. That's different than a certificate that you get in higher ed through a graduate certificate, and now even just to really muddy the water, an undergraduate <laughs> certificate too. Right. So if you're here as an undergraduate, you could potentially get a certificate to specialize in an area of communication, let's say social media. Right. But what does that really equate to? And you see these badges on LinkedIn too. That's a whole other beast, <laughs> right? Credleys right. come out, badgeleys come out. Yeah. Um, and some of the higher ed institutions that have done an exceptional job with this have been able to partner with corporations to say, okay, company X, what is it that you want to accomplish with your current employee pool, your workforce? What are the needs of your workforce? And if you have this particular need, let's create a certificate with a badge credential that then 
allows your people to go through this and eventually they can use those as micro credentials right to then stack and build so see it's oh yeah <laughs> could you follow all that right you like, need a diagram <laughs> you've got yeah <laughs> it, it does it does need a diagram so loaded question but yes yeah, I hope uh, that for we anybody go. listening and wants information on <laughs> the professional advancement graduate studies programs they go to they well <laughs> they go to admissions um so they go to whole admission at rollins.edu and or you can go to rollins.edu and then from there you can follow yep. where you your identified population perfect yeah. so shift gears a little bit yeah. um you're a graduate of the crummer graduate school of business yeah and you're actually a current student yes. in, a, in a different program. Uh, talk about that. I mean, talk about, you know, the undergraduate experience or the graduate experience. You know, what, what was life like for you as a student going through Crummer? So I started, I decided to just go right out of my undergraduate and keep going into my master's program. And um, there's different options at Crummer, of course, for those of you that, that don't know. Um, there's the early advantage where it's a three, two program for our current students to just keep going in advance. And there's professional program, which in the evening you can take as a part-time person or the executive MBA. And so I chose the executive MBA for my current lifestyle and family commitments, as well as my experience. And that really, they decide where you fall into that. Um, and so in my EMBA, that was, it was an amazing experience because we had a small cohort we were able to really uh, dig into case studies and the business world and real life problem solving around all of our different industries. Right. Uh, we had a global immersion where we traveled to Mexico and I j hesitated because we were supposed to go to, <laughs> to Prague, but then COVID mm. happened and that was mm -hmm. literally the day we were traveling out. Um, oh. Happened to also be the day I was starting Leadership Orlando. I'll never forget that. Wow. Um, and then that was um, paused. But the Crummer experience uh, for anyone looking to get their MBA is a wonderful experience because it's immersive. Um, the executive program, just to explain, is uh, monthly for the weekend. And so you have that commitment, that class commitment, and in between you're doing all the work and all the assignments and the group work. Yep. Um, it was interesting juggling all of that <laughs> and the work. Right. <laughs> the day job and the family. But I'm very fortunate and lucky that I have a very strong family support unit. My husband and my kids are very supportive. So I, I love them for that. And shout out to them if they're listening. I love that. <laughs> and and you're taking it a step further. You're a current student pursuing a, pursuing a doctorate in business administration now. Yes. And how's that going? So again, I almost took a pause. <laughs> Thought there's no way I can do this. I'm not, I just, I need to take a hot minute to just yeah. reassess. But COVID happened. Life got quieter because I didn't have all the outside commitments and things right. weren't um, happening. So I thought, well, I'm just going to keep going with the momentum. <laughs> and uh, because if I don't, I'll probably never come back. And so I'm almost done. I'm graduating. I hope to graduate by December and walk in May. Um, my research will be focused on leadership studies and gender studies um, because I feel like there is a need there to understand um, some areas like the gender pay gap. And COVID really brought a spotlight to that. Right. Um, so what are leaders' intentions and in making a difference and an impact in that space? And so that is what I'm researching and studying. Fascinating. Yeah. So impressive. Thank you. 
Um, and like me, you're a parent of a first-year yeah. student here at yeah. Rollins. Yes. Um, from, from a customer lens, you know, how, how has that Rollins journey been for you first? And then maybe share a little bit, if you can, about, you know, how's, how's your son doing? Um, as a customer, I tried really hard to look at everything from a new lens because being at Rollins and understanding some of how we did things behind the scenes, I was always focused on, okay, as a parent, I'm going to read this and experience it. I loved, again, the personal, everything matched to what I knew, right? So mm. the personal approach, the um, the one-on-one time, the the community environment, the excitement, being on the tours with the student ambassadors that work out of our admissions office. They're amazing, and they tell all the great stories about our campus. Right. Um, they have, they I think they encouraged my son to really make this choice. And um, I again, sharing this with someone previously, I was saying that he made the choice to come to Rollins because he wanted to. Right. It wasn't about me saying, you have to come to Rollins. You right. Have to, um, you have all these choices. What What is it that you want to do? Find what's right for you. And I think this small home feel is what draws students, and that's what drew him particularly. I think he's very happy now. It's completely different. Even it's only been four weeks, but right. I, well, it's been a little longer because he did experience, um, he was lucky to experience a first-year Costa Rica field study, which I think gave right. him the opportunity to branch out and meet new people and then come on campus and already have some of that established. I think he's doing phenomenal. I'm so proud of him. Love it. Did I even cry? <laughs> <laughs> that's not yeah. this show. No crying on this show. That's yeah, awesome. Very happy well, can, for him, yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. It uh, I, you know, kind of m- the similar experiences what what I experienced as a student, you know, which was a long time ago, uh, and what I think I know about the institution and what I preach yeah. out to the community. Yeah. I'm Amen. seeing it happen yeah. in, in, in my family, too. And 100%. So, yes. Come yeah. on, Sam. You it's need exciting. to share, too. Yeah. No, it's and the same son. thing. <laughs> same thing. He's yeah. just, um, you know, I have a 19-year-old boy, and so I don't always get a lot of detail. Right. But w- once in a while when we're out and about together and, and someone asks him, you know, how do you like Rollins? And when he says, I love it. Yes. You know, that's, that's when you know. That's when you know. Because you he, he might not share that exact word, those yeah. words with me. Well, <laughs> So it's but good. He does. he does. Even the things we worry about, well, at least I worried about, oh, you're going to be in a, a dorm room with two other people you don't know, and it's a triple, and oh my goodness, how are you going to all figure that out? <laughs> they love it. They figure it they out. They figured it out. Right. And they're having a great time, and the things they're telling me, or he's telling me that they're doing, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah. He's learning things that I didn't even know, and I thought I knew almost all of what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> I will share. I'll embarrass him, because he doesn't listen to the show. I'm, I'm 100% <laughs> sure. He said the other day, he said, Hey, I learned how to do laundry. Oh. I go, oh, awesome. He says, my roommate ta- taught me. I said, that's oh. great. He goes, wow, it's so easy. I'm sorry I didn't do much of that uh, in, <laughs> in high school. I said, that's all right, bud. Yeah. Your mom yeah. and I were happy to, to help yeah. and do, do it for and you. And mine said, oh, I'm going to come home every weekend and do the laundry. I said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sure you are. How's that okay, working we'll out? we'll see. Yeah, no, <laughs> one time, that was it. <laughs> so let's shift gears, right? Okay. This show is called Rollins Around Town, and mm-hmm. you probably more than maybe anybody is is around town um what do you what do you do what are you doing in the community um and i know it's all part personal and part professional but where where are you spending your time Mm. in our community so i love orlando's community um i 
spend my time primarily in the women's. I'm going to say the women's circuit. There's okay. not, you know, not the women's community. Of, there's a lot of uh, organizations that support different aspects of building and empowering women, and I love that. That's um, that's become a bit of my mission and, and the education space. So um, I was just at an event last night for the Women's Executive Council, and that is an organization that I have been giving back to for, gosh, five years now. And it is because they gave me a scholarship. They awarded me a scholarship as a student. And when I sat through that reception as a student to get that scholarship, I knew that I wanted to give back to this organization because they helped me so much. Yeah. And I thought there's so many women out there that want to go back to school and don't have the the means to do it. Yeah. And so we need to support this. So my, I made it my mission that when I graduated, I would give back. And so I continue to give back there. Um, and so last night I was in that event. Um, this upcoming, I guess tomorrow, tomorrow's Thursday. See, I'm losing track of the days. <laughs> tomorrow I'll be at Orange Appeals Orlando Women's Conference down in the Dr. Phillips Performing Center. And uh, we will be sponsoring a booth there. We also sponsor the WEC, or Women's Executive Council. Um, and that is a, an empowerment, again, empowerment event. It is a learning opportunity to hear from all the fantastic women in our community that I have the privilege and honor to work with in a variety of ways around town. Um, but I'm, I'm out there bringing awareness to Rollins, as well as when I do that, it brings me joy, and I get inspired every time I hear all these stories, and I think, I'm doing nothing. <laughs> I'm doing nothing. Like, what I'm doing is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing. So that, that is plenty. where I tend to, to be. Yeah. What, what would Central Florida be without Rollins College? <laughs> Lost. <laughs> so I think Rollins being kind of born with Winter Park, right, it's um, – such a, a marriage they came together at the same time practically um, I think what Rollins does for us is it gives us we're a connection location we're so relational and even this show you know you just even thinking about the people when you ask the question of where I am and what I do it's like I'm a connector I'm a relationship builder I love to meet people and think about how they can impact someone else and so Rollins has done that for me because I think in my previous world I was a bit just all about my work and right. that just the inside that community only, but not my community of the city itself or mm -hmm. the, the broader metro region, area, yeah. right, the region. And I think for Orlando, Rollins is just, it does that for us. It connects us. It builds bridges. It builds awareness. We have such a strong relationship with the chamber here. You do as well. You sit on so many boards as well, Sam, and I think that, you're the same way. You are well-known in the community. You have so many connections. You've done so much for our community, and that's what Rollins grows. Yeah. It feeds on that. It builds that. It creates those connections for us, and without Rollins, we wouldn't have, not just in our area, but around the world, the students that graduate from here and go on to do what they do. Yeah. I'm just always in shock and awe. Like, yeah. Wow. It's impressive. This is amazing. It is impressive. As we sort of get to the end here, what what's your... What's your snap your fingers and, and make it happen wish for Rollins? Um, and obviously you can narrow it down to professional advancement graduate studies, but for Rollins, right, you get to just snap and it happens. What is that? That's, okay, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say that I would love everyone 
in the Orlando area, every employer to know what Rollins has to offer for the adult learners. Mm-hmm. I would love for them to understand and to partner with us in a way that we can help their workforce advance their careers. Um, we keep saying we're the best kept secret, and I love and hate that phrase because right. <laughs> we don't want to be a secret. No, we no. want everyone to know about us, and we've been talking about us for a while. That goes back to how we started with the naming, you know, Holt. If you know Holt, you're Holt, but if you don't, professional advancement and graduate studies kind of makes it a little bit more descriptive of yeah. what we are. So if I could snap my fingers, I'd love to be in every employer in the area and telling our story and sharing the story of what we can do to help advance the workforce. I like it. Make that happen. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> here's, the, here's the other one that I love asking Rollins, uh, you know, colleagues and guests. Um, you're president of Rollins for one day. One day. That's all Grant's going to allow. Um, what, what, what do you do? President Bradshaw, Rollins College, one day. You know, you were supposed to give me these questions. No, that's why I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't. Oh, I am president. I think I would do a, I think I would be walking around meeting everyone that I've never had the opportunity to talk to and understand what happens more intimately with our students in the classroom. Like okay. I, I've been a student, right. but only on one side of it. Yep. I haven't been a student on the other side of it, on the, the day school side of it. Right. Um. I'd love to shadow him for a day too. Although that doesn't make me president, but that doesn't make you president. <laughs> but Fox Day is a uh, you know it's like a game show. Fox Day is Ooh, a very Fox popular Day, answer yes. for, for that question. Oh, I'd so. love to roll out. Fo- yeah, that's true. Roll out the fox for the day. Right. Have pancakes. And right. Yeah. Yeah. Anything I didn't ask or anything you want to share? Um, Gosh, you had a lot of really great tough questions. Oh, they're very tough, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> <laughs> Very tough. <laughs> what would I like to share? No, I just I I'm really happy to be here and just I feel honored that you asked and I am very proud of the work that we are all doing at Rollins. I think that our team is amazing and so many of us are working you know, tirelessly to do what we need to do to advance the mission and yeah. I just want everyone to know they're appreciated and that we're here to serve serve our community. I love it. You're one of the great ones, Deragnus, and thanks for doing what you do. Thanks for being a good friend and ally and partner in a lot of different things. Thank you for so having me, Sam. Keep up your amazing Ditto work. You. Well, thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so great to have uh, Deragnus Bradshaw with us on the show. She is assistant dean for the Hamilton Holt School of Professional Advancement and Graduate Studies. Check that out when you go to rollins.edu. We will be back next week. Um, Just a reminder, on the third Wednesdays of the month, we will be having our Talk of the Town show with our partnership with the City of Winter Park and the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. Um, Keep updated on all of our shows and guests by following us on Facebook and Rollins uh, and Instagram at Rollins Around Town. And of course, subscribe to our podcast. Special thanks to Madison, our new and awesome uh, Rollins student, who's our marketing coordinator and board operator. So with that, uh, we wish you a great day and thanks for tuning in.